everybody, and uh, welcome back to another exciting episode of Indie Film Cafe. I'm your host, Jonathan Moody, and I'm joined by... Polly Presenza, otherwise known as the Moo Cow Moo. And we're also joined by... Joe Turek, just simply Joe. It's just simply Joe. All right. I like that. that that's Simply Joe. Just simply Joe. <laughs> yeah, now now you don't even have to say your last name anymore. You're, you're like just Jen, you're just simply Joe. Simply though, that that's that kind of contra. I don't know, but no. we'll see. It, it might work. It works. It, it works, works for today. Right. Anyway. Complicated Joe. There we go. Now you're making it complicated. <laughs> um, anyway, it's not simple. We are uh, at the last episode of uh, my picks for Indie Film Cafe of season six. Can't believe we're actually even on season six, going on to season seven soon. Uh, but we had decided, um, and Paul's going to have two more, so uh, you'll, you'll hear Joe and one more episode, so that'll be fun. And I already got the season finale picked out. I had that oh. picked out last year. And you'll <clears throat> torture poor Jen poor with that. Poor Jen. Oh, it'll be okay. She'll, she'll survive. So originally I wanted to do a Christmas movie, and I had a Christmas movie planned out and everything, and it was going to be terrible, and I was so excited. And then No Christmas in July? Yeah, I was going to do Christmas in July, but unfortunately, I couldn't find it. So it got lost in my sea of DVDs, just as a lot of them do. And I was like, what can I do? So I looked through a bunch of different ones that I was looking at and, and, and had and uh, available to me. And I know I have a bunch over there, too, but I wanted to Porn do... collection. Yeah. <clears throat> Well, you know, Virginia doesn't allow, you know, is, is being hard on porn nowadays. <laughs> hard know. on porn? <laughs> hard on porn. That's what she said. <laughs> yes. Anyway, uh, we're going to be talking about the 2006 film Survival. And I'm pretty sure Paul has not seen it Who's because that? this is not his type of movie. Who's that with? Uh I will describe everything when we get to the point, but I don't want to talk about it yet. I want... I want this to be completely... Yeah, I want you to be a virgin when you see this, because... This isn't the one with Lucy Lawless, then? No. Okay. No. No, no it's got no big stars, and it, it is a complete <clears throat> indie, micro-budget, and it is a movie. Okay. So I don't want to say much more than that for everybody, but... Does somebody have to survive... You'll find out. I, I it, don't want to spoil anything. It, it, it's funny that you, you mentioned to him about if has he seen it or he probably hadn't seen it. It's like, for me, it's like, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It. Most likely you <laughs> hadn't seen it. I mean, really, unless it's probably one of the older movies mm. of like the 1950s or something that you might have stumbled across, you know, most likely you haven't seen no, it. No video store type of days. Yeah, yeah. It, no, this was, this was not. I mean... I have plenty of obscure movies. Some of them have kind of vague-ish titles that could mean just about anything. But that one does not ring a bell. No. And it's not something that would ring a bell. It's not something that was big. It was not something that was, you know, whatever. But it is very, very personal to me as a movie. And I can't wait for you guys to see it because you'll see why. All right. And until then, everybody, well, let's listen to some mood music. We just watched Survival. And, and we, we survived. <laughs> I was going to say, we survived. Did we? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, we kind of did. We kind of did. I mean, it, 
And Paul survived without falling asleep, so that's a good thing. Yeah, yeah. So um, I've got a little back background on this film. This film is directed by Joe Francis, uh, not the Girls Gone Wild Joe Francis. Um, the guy who created uh, Girls Gone Wild was also named oh. Joe Francis, but it's not the same yeah. guy. No, this is Hicks Gone Wild. Yeah, this is, yeah. <laughs> inbred, it, or, no, not necessarily inbred, but Hillbilly's Gone Wild. Hillbilly's Gone Wild, and that's that's the movie I want to see. Um, a, uh, a lesser known Joe Francis as... Um, who is uh, an uh, actor filmmaker? He's also a, he was a former podcaster. Um, his acting work includes playing Chuck in Survival. He also was a, a video store clerk in a movie called Killing Holly, which I wanted. I, I looked for and tried to find for like the longest time. I still can't find it. There's like a poster of it. It's got an IMDb page. You know, it's been released. It's just not on video. I don't believe. Um, he played, uh, Joe in a movie called Midgets vs. Mascots, which I just bought. That sounds like fun. Yeah, so I just bought that. (laughs) As soon as that came up, I was like, I was like, oh, that's Paul. That sounds like my kind (laughs) of film. Yeah, and so I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I bought it, and, uh, should be coming to me soon, and I'm going to, uh, I'm gonna check it out, and maybe it'll be, like, next year's, you know, next season's, uh, episode or something. I don't know. Or, or another season. We'll see. Um. Let's see. In uh, Lyle in the movie Texas Frightmare Massacre, which he also directed at Texas Frightmare. Uh, he is, as a writer, he has co-wrote Survival with Kevin Woods. He has also wrote and, and directed Texas Frightmare Massacre. So, uh, This was shot in Concord, North Carolina in 2006, I believe it was. Um, it was put out in 2006. I'm not sure if that's, I think that's when it was shot. Uh, the movie was distributed by York Entertainment. Uh, might have been... I, I said it might have been one of the last they put out, but I found out otherwise. So, no. It's not <laughs> one of the last that they put out. Um, I was invited to play the role of John Moody. Uh, I was I was supposed to play the guy that opens up the party and says hi, you know, and everything. And I was going to go do it, but unfortunately... I told them that my work wouldn't let me out, and that was sort of true, sort of not true, sort of not true, because, like, really, I, and I think Joe knew this, but I did not really want to drive down to, you know, Concord, North Carolina, it would be like a six-hour drive or so, and maybe three, but I think it was six hours, uh, just to basically play a guy who opens up a door and has a couple you know like it just didn't seem like uh i and it would have been one of my first movies that i did aside from my own you know but decided not to do that um well, they kept your name though but they of, kept yeah. my name and they had uh coleman lanham play him so that was cool Col- coleman was an executive producer and uh, I think he flew himself out to play that role. So if you weren't an actor in the movie, you were at least a character in the movie. I was a character in the movie, which is, at least that's that's kind of cool. And at the end, they when they do the credits, you see him with me, so it says, as John Moody. <clears throat> so, it's, I mean, whatever. So that would have been Jonathan A. Moody as John, John Moody. I don't know. He probably would have kept it as John Moody as himself. You know. <laughs> there was no Moo Cow. There was no Moo Cow. Um... 
Uh, this was before, yeah, this was way before we even and met. kind of glad. <laughs> yeah, this is way be. I don't even know if you were. Were you living in Virginia in 2006? Oh, yeah. Okay. I was. So we just never crossed paths until 2014. So, been a while. Um, uh, the man who took over for it, Coleman Lanham, is the executive producer of the film. Um, I was sent a copy of the film back in 2008 or, or 2006 or seven, and uh, brought it over to a friend's house, and it disappeared. So the copy just, you know, maybe uh, a hell, you know, hell hole opened up and just swallowed it. I don't know, but we they could never find it at that house, and it wasn't like they wanted to keep it. So I just don't cat know what happened. Not. Yeah, I, I like after we watched it, it, it was like, yeah. The cat ate it. Yeah. The armadillo took it. The armadillo took it. Rufus, I blame Rufus. I blame Rufus as well. Yeah, he had to take it with him to camp. <laughs> we'll talk about that later, I guess. Um, all right, so before I get into all the cast and we talk about what they've been up to and everything, first of all, let's get you. This is your first time watching it, so Paul, what is your what was your first initial reaction watching? I mean, it? it was my first time watching it, but I've seen dozens and dozens and dozens of movies like this. Right. So um, it wasn't it wasn't like too different. It was no, too original of a film. No, no. This is this was yet another. Texas Chainsaw wannabe, you know, crazy people in the woods tormenting dumbass teenagers who should know better to just leave kind of movie. So, yeah, and it's, you know, it's one of those movies where, um, you know, who do you root for? The, the dumbasses who should have left or the, or the crazy people who end up killing people? You know, it's like, I don't really like any of them. So you end up just kind of like, you know, waiting for the movie to finally grind to an end. Can't grind. <laughs> no. Yeah. Okay. What about you? Yeah. Well, I, I I noticed the first few minutes. I was like chainsaw, and then it was just like as others. I was like chainsaw three. I was like, oh. Um, so uh, they're going all over yeah, the chainsaw. Yeah. Then, then I saw. I was like. I was like um, uh, wrong turn and stuff like that. So it was just. It 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 it, it reminded me of those and and um, yeah uh, and, and we'll get more into some of the things that we liked, didn't like, and stuff like that. But, yeah, it's just, I, I obviously inspired by Chainsaw, and, and, and that um, had to be the uh, primary. Right. Are you saying Rufus is an iconic horror movie person like uh, Leatherface? Leatherface? Well, that's the thing. It's like in Chainsaw, Leatherface is the killer. I mean, yeah, the family's crazy, but this one, there is no Leatherface, if you will. I guess Rufus is Leatherface, but Rufus was the hitchhiker, sort of like the hitchhiker in the original Chainsaw. So, I don't know. It was like if the if they had not had Leatherface and they had just the Hitchhiker. Yeah, exactly. You they know, they which, merged the characters almost, and they had the shed just like Leatherface had, mm-hmm. basically. Yeah, so I don't know. Yeah, it's a little weird. Um, and the big giant house, you know, and all that stuff. So yeah, instead of Leatherface, he was Hick Hair. Yeah. <laughs> Hick, Hick Hair. Hick Hair. All right. Um, so. Uh, yeah. So I mean, I had seen it. Uh, when they sent me the copy of it, and I was like, I hate to say this, this sounds terrible, but I'm kind of glad my like, I'm not in it, in it, you sure. know, I like I'm okay. That. Um, it would have been nice because <clears throat> they had Adam Minarovich in that scene. I would have got to meet him then. I did meet him later at a uh, Blood at the Beach, I think it was for Scarce. Three feet tall, yeah, it was, two no, it was inch Blood fangs. at the Beach. 
It was Blood at the Beach. I got to meet him there, and so... That was know. more fun. Yeah. Yeah, even though you fell asleep even in though that. I fell asleep through a part of it. But there was, there was fun in this, though. I mean, the whiffing punches and stuff like that. There's fun things to make fun of. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it wasn't, it wasn't fun, <laughs> necessarily. <laughs> yeah, and, there and, was that. Um, and, and the constant slow-motion stops and stuff like that. Uh, between, the between really, the really obvious ADR... Work. AR issues, yeah. yeah. yeah I, I guess the the then the boom mic was constantly bumping into the trees or yeah. Something. Yeah. If it when was they a boom used mic it, whatever, the whatever they mic. used, because being that it was shot on some the, form of video, uh, you know, the the needless special effect where they're putting in all the pops and crackles and shit to make it look like it's a '70s movie, part of the chainsaw throwback, but yeah. it doesn't really add anything to the film. I think that was yeah, that the grindhouse effect, I guess. Yeah. But yeah. So, Joe, would you like to explain to the audience the story? Um, okay. Uh, <laughs> there, there's two guys camping, um, and they, they are out there. Look, they, they get a head start on the rest of their friends, friends for whatever reason, um, and they're out there. Yeah, camping. they never explained that why they went out first. Because and they're victims. That's right. Yeah. No, no, I know for the for the story, but I'm talking about for yeah. like and and. They didn't seem to be too well prepared. At least one of them didn't seem very well prepared to be going on a hike. And that, it, that seemed like that with all the characters. It didn't great. even look like they had, like, uh, tents yeah. with them. Yeah, they have very limited gear. And the other ones did, too. But um, So they, they go out camping, and, um, uh, well, they run into Rufus. Um, and, and I thought, and that was, like, sort of the pre-title. And it thing. looked like Rufus killed them both, but as it turns yeah. out, that's not the case, even though he was using a machete. So... Yeah. Yeah, he was using a machete at one point and then a stick at another yeah, point. He clubbed the, the one guy, but yeah, there was a machete. So we thought they both were dead, but they they both popped back up later and uh, they weren't cut. So like, what was the machete? Well, the one, the, machete. well, the one guy had a, his neck was cut, but it looked like it was stapled back or something. Uh-huh. I don't know because that's a thing. Yeah, and, and I thought they were going chainsaw three Leatherface <clears> with that <throat> with what they did with William Butler um, uh, well, hanging upside down, but then. Uh, it, it, they, they were, I guess, doing some sort of operational procedures to Rufus make them. Rufus does warm. have that little face thing for that one scene. So. Yeah, like leather face kind of thing. I think yeah. where he takes off the face or whatever. Yeah, so, he should have just had a T-shirt. I want to be leather face so badly. I, yes. But 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 I want to be leather face. But I'm more like the hitchhiker. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a one-dimensional yeah. leather face. Yeah. So. So those, so, so those two we thought were dead, they weren't. It comes back a little bit later on. But that's sort of like the pre-title horror stuff that happens in a lot of horror films. But then after that, it's like they go to a party. and um, uh, to, to Moody's party. party. And, Moody's and party. John Moody's party, yeah, which I loved where you guys were watching it and you did not know that was coming. And then you hear, are you going, like Vanel going, are you going to John Moody's, are we going to still going to John Moody's party? And they're like, wait, what? <laughs> You both looked up and go, huh? Like, you had to you had to pause it because we were like, well, I knew it wasn't a real John Moody's party because there was no pizza there. Yeah, and there was no uh, no Little Caesars. No Little Caesar. There were no uh, um, what's the what's the stuff I eat? Um, the Swedish fish or whatever. No, but the um, Coke. No, <laughs> there's no Coke there. The cherry Coke. No Cherry Coke. Yeah. Let's be honest. I don't do Coke. Cherry Coke, Coke Little Caesars, and Swedish fish. That's a John Moody party. Yeah, they just had they just had a number of people that was. Uh, some of them I only think were uh, relevant to the story, but then there was the the, the four I guess that was leading yeah. to the, going on the camping thing, um, and uh, yeah. And my thing was is like if they would have just stayed at your party, 
They would, nobody would have died. They wouldn't have died. Yeah, the but they're still planning to go plan. like that. Yeah. They're going to go there. Then apparently they woke up. Vanel and Matt McClure's characters wake up. Jake and uh, was Laura. Laura was her name. Vanel's uh, character. Yeah, yeah, it was. Oh yeah, they wake up and I don't really remember anybody's the, name. There's there's some there's some movement around Lauren. in the bed and stuff like that. Like he missed class or they they, they have some. Uh, it, it, you could obviously tell it was ADR. Yeah, he missed class because it was like eleven o'clock. He had nine. He was supposed yeah. to be there at nine or whatever. Didn't care. You know, yeah. overslept, whatever. They end up going, saying they're going to go to a party. Then the next day, go camping. Yeah. I'm like, all right. But, but ultimately, they all get, end up on the camping. They continue the story. They go they go on the camping thing. And, so um, wait, hold on a second. Now, I mean, I know I'm thinking way too into this, but the first opening scene takes place one day, right? And then the next day is supposed to be morning, right? Well, like yeah, the next girl, thing. It shows them waking up at 11 o'clock or something like that. Yep. So they were not going to show up to be with those guys for like two days apparently mm-hmm. that's maybe that's why they were putting those little markers out that the two guys at the beginning to show them where they were going uh, or something yeah. i guess i don't know but like the little pin flags yeah, the yeah. Little red flags and stuff like that um and then but, they parked right next to those guys car after listening to some i guess music that was very like i don't know it was different than everything awkward. else yeah yeah it was like they were li- we listened to some kind of music that Driving music. I, I didn't mind the music. I just don't think that that was the spot for it. Oh, well, you know? are we talking about the part where they're driving and in, in, on on the highway and stuff like that? Cause yeah. Because to me, that seemed like this the conventional seventies and eighties. They're going off into yeah. nowhere. You know what they needed? They slower. needed uh, David Hess at that, that was, time. That was oh, yeah. There you go. That was our little. Um, Oh God! What is the movie? With... Last House on the Left. Yeah. Wow! Well, I, I was thinking that. No, I was thinking I'm further down the evolutionary scale. I was thinking uh, the one in Texas with uh, Manos, The Hands of Fate, where you get the driving scenes where you're looking out the window and you're seeing all the the landscape going by, and it goes on and on and on and on and on. This didn't go quite as long as that, but that's what it reminded me. You're of not thinking bit. Birdemic with the well, driving well, along and along and It wasn't Congrats. as bad as Birdemic. And, 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 and I wish they... And, Too and, many parking and, and I know there was budgetary constraints with this, but it would have been nice if they would have had a little bit of a, a larger shot where that showed them going into the woods, basically, pulling in and stuff like that. Because um, uh, that could have been a nice transition. Well, establishing the woods yeah, would exactly. have been good. They yeah. didn't really establish it. Yeah, just, well, just they did park right next to the, the guy's Especially car because we noticed there was a chain-link fence at one point, we heard kids in the background. Oh yeah, so at the house, the kids. Yeah, it, it was like kind of didn't really give me the feel that they were really in the middle of the woods somewhere. No, they weren't. Um, yeah, so just an establishing shot of just a, a wide, vast amount of woods mm-hmm. would have would have would have gone. But I know, or I know there's a shot of them actually hiking. Yeah, you know, with backpacks. And you that. know, that kind of yeah, you're right. There really wasn't. There was maybe one scene. The one scene that they were having of them hiking was when she stubbed her foot on the on the <laughs> stubbed stub her ball foot. or whatever. She <laughs> put the nail through her foot. Yeah, you know. put the so, nail through her foot. Yeah. yeah so I guess story wise, that's that's the next thing is when um, they were hiking with. Um, and well, then, before uh, then they they go they and they I guess they're looking for the people and they yeah. can't find them. They find so the they, phone. They find the phone. Yeah. So they end up. Uh, no, but they, they find the phone on the hike. Before then, they still don't know where the guys are, and they just yeah. put up their tents, and they hang out, and they, uh, yeah. I guess, we establish at the party, which is the only reason for the party, honestly. The party stuff, like, as much as it's nice to hear my name and everything, I honestly wish that whole thing was cut 
out of the movie it's because it's just worthless. Yeah, it's a lot of just people being douchebags yeah. to each other and the the one thing that I took out of that they and they could have done this somewhere else too was uh, the Wendy and I guess Brian character. They were talking about the breakups and stuff like that. So it did establish, give some personality to them. Too. Right. That was the only reason the for it. Yeah. yeah. But the whole thing is we could have got that at, on the trip. Yeah. You know, yeah. we didn't need that test technically at the party. And it didn't do anything for the party scene. I you know. know. And how are they going to save Mr. B? I mean, you know, it's just. <laughs> He's bringing up uh, White Wolves of Cry in the Wild, too. Yeah. A little throwback to one of our uh, episodes. But, um, but to, your, yeah, to your point, they could have done some more stuff in the woods with them t- the two of them talking uh, yeah. to each other about the relationship because it's because they like, did that anyway yeah yeah you exactly. know we got that i mean we got that they're exes you know and stuff and uh and there was various levels of re-establishing their relationship yeah it was just kind of the other thing it reminds was, me of yeah. is the one with james Edwards that we did in season polymorph two. polymorph polymorph did all that a lot better Yes. They did it better with the, the shots, with a lot better with the characters, a lot better with the dialogue, and a lot better with the way of establishing the relationships between all these characters without it being like that and without having unnecessary scenes. And mm-hmm. They just they just did that. I and mean, again, that's another movie that you've seen. That kind of thing happened many, 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 many Over and times. over again, yeah. But they did it in a much better, much more interesting, yeah, more original interesting, way. Yeah, it was interesting, yeah. Um, I, you know, and that's the problem with this movie is, is it's very not interesting. Um, but you, but like I was saying kind of before is like, you, this isn't your kind of movie anyway. You don't like torture porn kind I, I of stuff. I don't. And again, it's mainly because I've seen it so I've just seen gobs and gobs of this stuff. And it's just the same stuff over and right. over. Right. And, and it's because it's easy to film. You know, you just need a couple of some special effects, some people in the woods and, you know, that or whatever well, and that's why it was like you know they're saying oh well thanks for helping us turn our tale into reality I'm like well your, your tale was already made reality many many times yeah but you know it was their tale you uh, know like it was their version I of see their nothing tale. about it that was theirs and I, and I've I, seen and I, I think bits and pieces yeah. of everything else yeah and, that, and, and that's what cut me I was intrigued to a degree because of all the references to the other movies but that's also that intriguement is also a, a detriment to the quality sure because you, you're thinking back to how great those things are rather and, watch chainsaw and and, and and then you look at this and it's like okay they had i i don't know the whole backstory but um probably this was probably made for a couple thousand dollars max yeah i think yeah um it was and, a micro budget and, film and I, and to do that i think um you have to have something new to the table, whether it's having some really cool shots that could that could just open it up for something, Different or the characters, yeah, the, something. The, the sound uh, could be clean. If you're going to um, do a gore torture movie, at least put in some gore and mm-hmm. torture, something yeah. more than just what we saw, which was nothing. Right, and all the girls, I guess, probably had a thing for no nudity, so there was no nudity in the movie, which you know, once the th- what you what your big thing is blood, boobs, and uh, beasts. beasts, you know, and and three bees from John yeah, Landis. and it had blood, it had a, a quote unquote beast, you know, it had yeah. somebody, a villain, you know, and then it had a, uh, it had no boobs. Fifth really. rate crazy wannabe. Um, I, it looked like it was going to, but then it just kind of teased the audience on things. So. A couple of the, the 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 actors and actresses that played the roles, though. I mean, I. I I don't really have so much of an issue with with them because uh, they 
they I think they did what they could with with what right. they really yeah, was. Yeah, I don't have but, a problem with the actors yeah. really. Yeah, um, it just it was it was so. Um, other than the one actress, the mother, she wasn't very good. Oh. Well, I don't know much about all that. I, I have a few people that I put down on here, so I'm gonna go into the to the cast. Oh, Rufus, are you tormenting God's sweet creatures again? It was the again too. It good was just Lord. <laughs> Don Prentice, who plays Rufus, um, has been in um, Psycho Holocaust, which I want to do eventually. It's another that one of these. That sounds kind of like things. a movie that Rufus would be in. Yeah, and. Uh, uh, Doom to Consume and The Ancient. Those are the three that I found on that, um, on him. Vanell, who played Lauren, uh, was in Athena, Remnants, and Sacred Hearts. Uh, you know, she, she was, uh, she has a pretty good amount of films that she was in. She's probably, to me, honestly, she's most first versative. Like, she does a lot more stuff, um. Ian C. King, who played Brian, uh, was also in Poultry Geist. Which Brian? Who, who's that's the, the puffy hair dude? Um, the one that was with Wendy. The one that was oh, with Wendy. Oh, okay, the curly hair guy. Yeah, yeah, curly not, hair not, the, guy. not the blonde. I guess the, blonde, the blonde He was in Poultry Geist. Yeah, he was in Poultry Geist. He was in um, Night of Maybe. the Chick or uh, Poultry Geist, Night of the Chicken Dead, digging up graves and Exhibit A Seven. You may hear both of those movies a bunch of times from these people because you know. Um, Matt McClure, who played Jake, was in a movie called Gorilla. Not, like, a gorilla, but, like, gorilla filmmaking kind of gorilla. Um, let's see. The Wedding Video and Nerds of Steel, which sounds fun. James. That sounds like a porn film. (laughs) Nerds of Steel. Like a nerd porn film. Nerds of Steel. (laughs) Nerds of Steel. All right. James Fury under the, well... So originally he was under the original name on uh, IMDb as James Sheridan Smith, um, but on our in the movie it actually popped up as James Fury. So maybe that's why he was listed towards the end of the credits because seemed like it was alphabetical until he yeah. Up. So that would have been James Sheridan Smith exactly. and then Vanell. So you're right because it did seem like everybody else was alphabetical and then he was James Fury. Yeah, because I was like, I was like, I was like, because they started out with the mom and dad, and I was like. Why are they? They're not the main characters. So I was like, they're just going through the whole cast and probably alphabetical for the for the primary cast, anyways. He played Greg, who was one of the uh, the beginning guys who uh, um, you know got attacked. Was he the one that was um, not the one that was smoking at the beginning? Yeah, he, he was the he was the one, he was the one who was complaining to the, about the guy smoking. And but he was the one that got. He's the one that sounded like Randall. Yeah, there he you said go. He yeah. sounded like Randall. Sounded from like Clerks. Randall. I love him. That's how he just normally I talks. I expected him to ask about Happy Scrappy Hero Pup. I really oh. did. Well, he didn't. Um, he was also in a movie called Uchijin from Outer Space, which I did for What the Fuck Friday uh, by myself when I was out in uh, L.A. I want to show you someday, but it's like three hours long. It's oh, it's, it's a little long, but uh, it's... Whoa. it's <laughs> What? Yeah, three hours? Yeah, it's pretty long. Uh, he was also in Fist of the Vampire. And murder set pieces, um, which are big movies, big yeah, indie I've films. Yeah, I've heard of uh, Fist of the Vampire. Yeah, I think you've seen it or something. I don't too. have it. I need to get it. Oh, it's on one of the, it's on a bunch of those uh, packs and mm. stuff. You know, I think I have it. So um, it may be on one of my packs. Hannah Reynolds, who played Wendy, she was also in. We looked it up. She was also in High Five and uh, The Wise Kids. I thought she was kind of cute. 
She was cute. She was alright. You know, everybody was cute in this movie except was, yeah, except for the one actress. I had no real problem with the characters given the the very very underwritten um, yeah the characters one, they were given. Yeah, her her Wendy's character though, it seemed like her motivate the motivation for her was a little sketchy because it seemed like at times she wanted to be with Brian, and at times she didn't. She pushed. Him she away. kind of pushed him away she or was whatever. Protective of him from the 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 uh, the doctor's daughter. Right. So she didn't want her to be with him, but then, so it was just... She's yeah, also so, kind of but, dumb. But that, yeah, but that's not really so much of, about her as an actress. Considering that, that's, that's considering that character you know, she runs to the one place that she should be running away from. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And yeah, gets so, herself captured. Yeah. All right. Um, Kevin Woods, uh, who is in the... I, I pointed him out to you guys in the, in the thing. He was the ball guy and... Um, uh, the party scenes or whatever. Mm. Um, he played, uh, I guess it was uh, something large men or something, large men, you know, so it's supposed to be large man. He, I was, guess. he was just one of the others at the party. Yeah. Um, uh, and he had no like lines really, except he was talking and we couldn't understand really because the music was so loud. We couldn't really and understand. What about the spazoid who pops in and just does stupid I shit? I don't know if that was. Are oh, you about the one wearing the Braves hat backwards? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Um, but. Uh, they had to have somebody crazy at the party though. Just Kevin Woods uh, was yes. also the producer and co writer. He worked on many of Adam and Arvich's early works, um, including Wise Guys vs. Zombies. Buy, sell, kill, a flea market story, and exhibit A7, all done by Adam and Arvich. Um, and then I've got Joe Hammond was the DP. What What is Joe Minarvich, Adam Minarvich doing these days? Uh, he actually, I mean, he was he was on Walking Dead uh, for the first season. For you know, he was a person well, that, that was what ten years ago. Yeah, was now. Yeah, <laughs> I, was, I, I don't really know what he's doing yeah. now. You know, I think he's. Uh, he is a Hollywood writer. You know, he's writing for Hollywood stuff. So. Ankle Biters too. Uh, I don't know if he'll go back to like his micro budget days or not. Um, I would hope he wouldn't, but unless he's just bored, you know, and wants to go. Yeah, this you know. this fits that micro budget. I actually really liked it when he and um, Kevin would get together because they were just creating content just to create content you know or whatever so fun. both of them did that you said something about something about a flea market that flea thing you buy sell kill a flea market story and, and both of them are involved yeah involved. so Is both that, of them. i wonder if that's a documentary if there's actually if it's a i think it's a story. movie huh. it's a regular movie i don't know i i could be wrong yeah. i don't think it's i don't think they ever worked on documentaries together okay. um it's interesting a, you know um but uh joe hammond was the dp and Brian Hall was did the music, so. Um. Well, and then um, just to get back to what we were talking about as far as the plot wise. Uh, yeah, the last I talked, I, I, I stopped where she got stubbed or stubbed. She yeah. Stubbed, she found the nail. She and, found and, Rufus's little trap. And, that, and that's when the story goes, in my mind, off the rails a little yeah, bit. Yeah, because instead of going to the hospital, they go to Rufus's father's house because he claims he's a doctor, and we're all no, like, not just yeah, a doctor, right. a surgeon. A, yeah, he, he, like, right. Didn't he say like, "I'm not a doctor, I'm a surgeon"? Yeah. yeah. So it's like that. That started to feel a little human centipede vibes almost. Yeah. But, um, and then but yeah. they're all like, "Let's all have dinner and let's all talk about stuff and let's introduce you to the crazy family," and uh, then yeah, everybody gets at or killed or. Yeah. Well, well they, they they get toyed around with there, and then it's like they basically 
leave with the decision that they're going to pursue camping and finding their friends, which, right? No. Which has makes no sense when they should have gone to the dot with the Corvinell's character. City. Meanwhile, has like a, several holes in her foot. She can't walk. It's probably going to be infected. And it's like, yeah, let's not go to the hospital. Let's just keep going to this goddamn camping trip. They were going to wait for like a two hours for a tetanus shot to come to them. And he, and Instead of taking the two hours to go happened. to a hospital. Yeah. And, well, and, and, I don't, if it did happen, we didn't see it. Well, the doctor, the, da- the dad left and he, and then he came back and said something like he couldn't get it for longer or till tomorrow or something like that. And it's like, okay, that's fine. But since there was kids crying or playing around in the background outside... They weren't too far from some form of civilization with the hospital. Right. But no. they never even address the yeah. wounds. They, they don't and wrap I, it up. They I, don't treat it. They don't do anything. And I think that what they what they probably could have done that would have made this a little bit more acceptable on uh, for us is instead of that stepping through a nail, and I know that throwing, showing the blood gushing out is kind of a cool effect in, in a film like this, they could have had something else to where like maybe she twisted her knee or did something to where she wasn't hurt to the point of, it's hospital or bust. I mean, there's no going back. Right, out there. because here's the thing. I mean, a lip, a the only reason, thing. you know, that they, that they decide not to go is because he says he's a doctor. Well, you know what? I don't believe him because he had a wound right in front of him that he could have addressed. Mm-hmm. He never treats it, never does anything, and it's not like you necessarily have to see it, but that helps, you know, yeah actually establish the character by making them actually treat the wound, yeah. do it properly, then the, the people are like relaxed, that would make sense because mm-hmm. then they would say, okay, he's a doctor, he's a real doctor, he's actually taking care of it, we should be okay, we don't need to go to the hospital. Yeah. But that never happens. And in fact, she's just like sitting at dinner and you were like, wait, why is she just sitting there? Why aren't they doing something about this gushing wound? And she's like eating some peas. Yeah, like everything's all okay. <laughs> it's and all I'm okay. like okay. She would be in major serious pain, like to the point where she would she would need to hospitalization, or she would I mean she would be infected. Yeah. Uh, they're, they're they're saying stuff about rust. That's why they need a tetanus shot. Like, I what the fuck? stepped on a nail that went right through my boot on a project. Ugh. It didn't go all the way through like with her, but it was bad enough. And yeah, that I wasn't walking for the next couple of days. Yeah. Right, and that's why I said they 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 could have. Writing-wise, they could have changed this to where it wasn't that type of injury, but something that was a little more believable for them to be able to pursue going back out mm-hmm. camping. Mm. And, and I know that we have to throw some level of convention out when we watch a lot of these horror films well, because it's... But, but make but, it believable. But yeah, Grind, no, Grounded in reality. Yeah, and, and that's where I think it, it kind of... It was such a glaring elephant in the room so that kind of it's, threw it out. Yeah, obviously, this is the guy's first movie, and he doesn't... You know, when you're making your first yeah, movie. Yeah, but it was also co-written by uh, by Kevin Woods, and I think he had done other stuff by then. So, like, Kevin should have been the one to go, no, 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 no this is ridiculous. Somebody should have. Yeah. Or I, I, they should have read the script and go, can we fix this? Because this is just very bad. Because they're all hyped up on showing gore and showing it, Rufus doing his thing, it, and they're not yeah. paying attention to the other stuff that needs to settle it, that it, up. And, and they showed they they had they got that shot of showing the blood coming through her foot and stuff like that with the nail. And I think that that shot overwhelmed the the decision process of of the story should have it, right. It, it, it was a good shot, and it was yeah, a good oh, effect. Yeah, absolutely, but you got to set it up. You got to set it up right. right. You got to follow play through with yeah. it. Yeah, and the play out afterwards has, and, and I think the play out after it, completely. Yeah. It's, it's like the old adage about if you have a gun, you'd better go off at some point. 
in the movie. Yeah, it's the the uh, the adage is if you have a gun in Act One, it better go off by Act Three. Mm. And there was there was nothing that happened in that that like what when there was an Act One that ended up going out in Act Three. Like it just was all ridiculous mm-hmm. shit. And I I I agree. Like most of the time, I'm just going. Like, all I can think about is, if I were Vanel, I would start acting like I'm in pain every second. Like, right. I would feel like I'm in pain. And when she's just eating and all these other things, I'm just like, sleeping, I don't... Sleeping in a camp the next day. Yeah, sleeping in camp the next day. Without like, even a bandage on her foot. I know, nothing. Like, it's like she put on shoes. You know, or whatever. She, like they took. Remember, you you cried when they were like, "Why is she taking her shoe off?" At one point, you're not doing that. Like you just had a hole in your foot. It's gonna hurt like hell. Yes. What are you doing to this poor girl? And she's not even reacting to it. And that wasn't bad acting necessarily. It's bad direction. Yeah. When a director should come up to a uh, to an actor and say. Like, look, you're you're in pain right now. You just had a, you know, thing come up through your foot. Uh, act like you're in pain the whole time. Yeah. They're t- about yeah. to take off your yeah. shoe. Her yeah. her entire um, uh, s- character should have been predicated on at that point of she's going to be in pain in every shot. Because every shot. And the only time that she could that she should not show pain is if she is being um, adrenaline takes over. She's being pursued, and it still has got to be addressed. But then she, could, if she's like being, she'd be limping or yeah, something. Yeah, but she's being right. facing death because or something. Because this isn't like a little bit of skin we're talking about. We're talking about this punctured through the main part of her foot, yeah. her bone, and not only once but twice as it comes out. That is a major traumatic injury. So you can't just slag that off like it's nothing. You just yeah. you can't nope. do it. So that that was a major. So I th- and I think that we've hit on a few things with with the story itself that was the problem. Because they don't. And I, and I think that in the final act, they they had a a, a a thing to where they were talking about choice cuts, whether it was to eat the people or whether it was choice cuts to do something doctor-wise, because they were doing something lobotomizing them or taking over their mind. I think that that could have been fleshed out a little bit more, fleshed out a little bit more to give some motivation, if you will, for what's going on. Here's the problem. So when you do something like like mind control or whatever or mind or control. yeah or something like that where you're you're in control of somebody like but, that, yeah. what you have to do is you have to not set that up in a way where you have to not show anything. People because otherwise people are gonna ask questions. You know, if you don't sh- like uh we were talking earlier that uh, basically James Fury became Lobo from Ridiculous. you know, uh, you know from uh, the Ed Wood movies. And in Ed Wood movies, Lobo, played by Tor Johnson, would run around and go, you know, right. And he like was basically controlled by Belagosi. Mm-hmm. Belagosi would whack him. Belagosi would whatever. And it was you know he he was bossed around. He was like manipulated by. Him. However. We never, you know, in the whole thing, you just see Lobo being Lobo. You don't see that he's been lobotomized. Right. You don't see anything You get like the that. feeling that this is the way he's always been, yeah. whereas this other dude, he was just a regular guy. And so, all of a sudden, he's like, yeah. he becomes this, this mindless Renfield. And now all of a sudden, it's like, 
thank God Lenore wasn't here, but the the science fact, right. you know, kind of thing. And where, I does not earn it. I don't yeah, believe it. Yeah, there's no science or anything that we can make. And it's it's the same thing like with the injury. And this is something that you see in a lot of independent films where they really don't think about it, especially when you get people who are getting shot. And then they're they're like acting like it never happens, and they're just continuing to fight people, or they're continuing to do badass stuff. It's like, no, man, you get a, a major injury like that, no, you're going down. Yeah, and that's why I was saying see, there could be some level of adrenaline that takes over to a degree, but when an event like that happens, it has to have lasting implications. Otherwise, it's completely especially if you're talking about an injury to a part of your body that is supporting the rest of your body. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? A shoulder injury, yeah, you, I could, I could see that happening where you're continuing on because your weight is not bearing on it. But yeah. on your foot, uh-huh. your weight is bearing yeah. on that. You're not moving, man. I'm telling you, you're going down. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Um. So real quick, I want to talk about the sound. And here's the thing. Should, I, should we bump bump the mic here a few times with that? Yeah, that happened a lot. But here here's the thing. The sound, when we originally watched it, at least we could hear everybody talk. Yes. You know, that's always a plus. Yes. You can't always hear people talk nope. in these movies. So that was that was good. It was um, an active maximus yeah. where the dialogue was garbled. Right. Well we we did hear everything. In, including the kids that were near the house. Yeah. Yes. Well, that was and that was another issue is that like sometimes they would use the uh, they would use a mic you know or whatever. Sometimes they would not. So the times that they did not were like when, for some reason, the the I'm gonna take the gentleman outside to have a cigar and and talk you know or whatever. And I was like, what the fuck is going on here? Like. It's the guy who's gonna light up the cigar four or five times. Yeah, I, not I, actually I, smoke I, it. I kept seeing him light it up, and I was like, I was like, okay, he's not doing not anything here. Not actually smoke it. And then it's like, in the way he was holding it and stuff like that. And me personally, full disclosure, I'm not a smoker, never have been. But it's like, it would be like me trying to to do that without some some form of uh, a training of how to hold the cigarette yeah. the right way or something like that. That's it's just, it's, it's, it, that's continuity. I, exactly. I wish I had the monkey. That's a continuity issue. Where is the monkey? He's at home. You can't leave somewhere, him here. Somewhere along the line, if he had just lit the damn thing and taken a puff, mm-hmm. that would have established the fact that he's a smoker, he's he's familiar with cigars, and he knows what the fuck he's doing with it. Yeah. Otherwise, you're right. He's just waving it around like a prop, yeah. Yeah. and he's it is lighting just it three or four times, but never actually... Yeah. You know, and he was trying to do it to, to, to quote-unquote fit in with the other guy, I guess. Um, whatever. But it's like... If yeah. in one of our productions, if 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 we were if I was going to be a smoker, I would be like, okay, I need somebody who's going to be a smoker that is a smoker that that, that train me on how to. And I, I'm I, I say train, but show me how to hold the cigarette the right way and not well, not look weird because and, that's and what I, I would look weird because I don't know. I get it. We not everybody can afford to have a guy that's there simply for continuity, but mm-hmm. the rest of us crew wise, usually we have a pretty good idea. We're keeping an eye on the shit. Yeah. And if something doesn't look right, someone's going to speak up and say, hey, maybe we should redo that, you know, with another take where this is actually happening. And I, I sort of agree with that. And 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 me as a director or whatever, I'll listen to that. Like if somebody comes up to me and says, you know, there's an issue, this person, you know, this person lit up a cigarette five times or a cigar or five times but didn't shadow, actually do anything. We Whatever. Can hear shit. Whatever it is. Somebody's got to let the director know because the director is too busy doing other shit. And it was funny because, like, 
you know, you're right because we usually have our our sound guy will uh, let us know. John, we love you, John. By the way, uh, our sound guy will let us know if like we're bumping into shit. Mm-hmm. You know, I hear birds, something. I hear planes, I, I hear, hear cars, I hear people like right. kids. And the other thing was, I don't Sanders think across the street. I don't <laughs> think they could. I don't think. They picked up on the kids at first because they were shooting and not actually having the microphone. Mm-hmm. So it's when you blow it up louder or whatever, and then you hear the kids. Yeah. You know? And then again, this is all stuff that usually happens when you're making a movie for the first time and you don't really know what the hell yeah. what you're doing. Right. So, so, so maybe know. maybe in some ways is is this is our review today a little harsh in the sense that it's no. I don't want to say novices, but I, I say that it's when people put something out there, they're putting it out there to be consumed. And, and, and to be to be um, appraised or ridiculed, whatever. Um, it, it's, well, it's, yeah, because this is kind of very ham-handed and amateurish. Now, again, first film versus tenth film. If this were the these people's tenth film and they were still doing this, you have every reason to be as oh, harsh yeah, as that, you that, can. That, yeah. Justin Ferguson, we're yeah. looking at you. First movie, you can be a little more forgiving because yeah. you're learning stuff, and the only way you learn anything is by actually going out and doing stuff. Yeah. So, yeah. so, so this is that I, I believe. Now, for them. you can go back and fix that stuff in post sometimes. if you have the skills yeah. and if you have the money. If or if you just sometimes you can't. Sometimes you can't. There's some things you can't. Sometimes you can't. Like if the 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 kids and the uh, the kids screaming and everything, you I don't think you can fix well, that because you'd have to. You can, you can you can lower the volumes and backgrounds to a little bit, and then you can cover it up with music or some other sound or something. Yeah. You, you can you can make things. Speaking of which, we, there was talk like the music, you know, and everything. Um, the music came and went at times, and sometimes it was silent. You notice that, like yeah, where the use like of a sound drop, sound drop, and yeah. and it it was like, come on, put music in there. I, or and something. the cuts in general, it just seems, it was very. They they did that one that 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 slow motion and then freeze. They did that like four or five times. Yeah. Very, that but I think least. that was I think and literally I that was a. Uh, I understand a creative version of that, but it was it an had homage. To be, it had to be consistent, but some of the cuts it was like they do that. Then it was have no sound or did have sound, and then it would cut awkwardly to the next thing. So yeah, it was just very inconsistent. There were some that's awkward just, cuts. And, that's for sure. And, and you could tell that this is the first production for somebody. Yeah. yeah, I didn't mind the music though. I thought the music was okay. It's just some some of it wasn't in the appropriate scene. Yeah, they could have tweaked it, tweaked it up or down a little bit. But inappropriatemusic.com. Yeah, it's just that the music itself I thought was okay. I mean, I, I've definitely heard a lot worse than that. Oh yeah, yeah. I don't I don't mind the music. My music was good. Um, I honestly, other than the fact that the lighting was pretty bad at times, yeah. where you can't see stuff, oh, I didn't mind the cinematography. Like Joe Hammond did a good job. Uh, giving us what he could. Um, I did watch, there is a making of thing, you know, right? But it's like eight minutes I, long. I'm making on this episode. Yeah. I yeah. liked the end shot, actually, best of all, when they were pulling away from the building and you're seeing the long road and yeah. it's all kind of closed in. That was actually a good yeah. shot. I, I like that. And I, li- I, I, I like the shot, but unfor- I like the, the setup of the shot, but I, the, it, they could have been done more with the lighting and the payoff of it. When um, Vanell's character was was he told her get away go away and she was sort of stumbling away but you couldn't really see her face and you see him in the background just going crazy and stuff like that I like the idea of that I just wish it would have been a little bit 
more developed, not well, the shot necessarily. It's, it's one of those things you have to balance because A, mm -hmm. Rufus is the kind of brainless slug that probably wouldn't have very much light in that area, but on the same time, you want to have your audience be able to see it. So you've mm -hmm. got to be able to play with Rufus, Rufus not having light, but then there's going to have light coming in either from the sun yeah. or from a window or for something else so that yeah. the people who are watching the movie can actually see yeah. what's going on. So we on. could see we could see and feel for what Vanel was going through. I mean, that, that's what... Um, but Yeah, see, that's the problem, though, is like filmmakers will make that that call or whatever, but also will make that as their their crutch of like, oh, well, you know, it's just like the is that line in Ed Wood. Oh, well, he bump into that all the time. Well, you know, it, it's dark in that shed, so it's okay that we don't see anything. Mm. And I'm like, no, no, mm. no. you got to be able to still see no, it. If you get a good DP or good lighting person, they will figure out things for you. You just got to let them know what it is that you want, and they'll set it up for you. Yeah. I, I, and I'm imagining that there was probably very limited time to make this because so, with the budget, it was probably In the behind the scenes, they have a little bit with uh, Joe Hammond and Joe Francis. Mm -hmm. And Joe Hammond is talking about how he has to figure out where to light the, the, the stuff or whatever in the, in the shed and where they can find a, he has to find an out, out like a source outside mm. and be able to do that. And I don't know if he did or not. It, it didn't look like he did very and, well. And that's, that is the big difference when you're, especially for a, a, a micro-budget film, of actually trying to find somebody who has those skills versus friends and family that you'll just hold the light and hold the mic and that's yeah. it. Because anybody can do that. But if you can manage to get yourself somebody who actually has some skills with that, they can help you out. Now, you may have to pay the money. You may have to promise them something. Uh, you know, I don't know. Do what you can. But it always is going to be better for your film to get people who know what they're doing. You know what I mean? Exactly. No, I agree. Um, so, I mean, I don't know. Overall... Uh, to me, this movie wasn't that good, but uh, it, it it wasn't like we've seen worse. Oh yeah, oh, we yeah. have seen a hell of a lot worse than this. Um, especially for first time filmmakers, sometimes that gets worse than this. Like remember that Angel movie you watched? That was worse than this, and that oh, didn't yeah. even have the problems that this movie did. Yeah. It just was just terrible. I mean, uh, yeah, that that one that one didn't have a very strong, even a, a much of a narrative flow to it at all. No. This at least we there was a, I mean we, we we say different things about the writing and different things, but it did have a, a, a pretty decent flow in the film. So it's like we kind of knew what we were watching, with flaws and all. I I just wish there had been more ambition with the story because some yes. of the movies we see. Mm -hmm. They are shooting for something that is simply beyond their means, beyond their skill, beyond their budget. But they're trying. Yes. And I will forgive a movie even if it does something beyond its its grasp because at least it tried. Mm -hmm. This is not a movie like it. This is a movie that just wants to be like every other kids in the wood get tortured kind of a thing. So there was, I wish there had been more ambition. I mean, something I think, else going on. I think that's a thing too though that like, that's what's marketed those days too was like this kind of movie was out there a lot because it was making a lot of money you know in the indie scene so maybe that's what they really try to do is just try to make something just on par of all those other let's make like, a generic movie i know i mean it's not sad 
sad to say, but like a lot of times that's what people do is they try to just let's let's do what is going to get us out there and it got distributed by York Entertainment and uh and put out on DVD. So like Even I mean the title's generic. What? <laughs> survival. Yeah, the it title which it didn't even make any sense cuz there was no yeah. actual survival by the end of the movie. They, they should have come up with something I I think that there's there, there is something at the at the end where they're talking about the the mom and the dad about what they're trying. What what were they really trying to do? Are they trying to build something different with the humans or something like that? And I think if they could have flushed that out a little the bit experiments. more, yeah, the experiment they could have flushed that out a little bit more and could have played tongue in cheek with some form of a title related to that, as well as camping survival Cl- aspects. Clearly, like they that. didn't put any thought behind and, and, what and the I, experiment and I, is. In micro budget or not, I mean. The writing elements, and this is a plug to all the writers out there, that that that's outside of the budget because that's that's somebody's life that they're they're taking their own time and their own life to be able to do outside of the money that's being put into the film. I, I and, hate, and props all writers on that. I hate to say it, this is like a lesser version of some of the earlier Todd Sheets movies where he was just kind of focusing on blood and gore, mm-hmm. and that mm-hmm. was it. That's the only. Thing that the story was there for, which is why I'm glad he has moved on and done better, bigger and better things with his career. So, Clownado. Yeah, among other things, but hopefully, I got Joe Joe Bob Briggs mentioned Clownado or something. I have not, I have not seen it, and that that will probably tear. I mean, I'm guessing. Do you not like clowns? I don't really. Care I'm guessing Joe about. Francis really never really moved, moved on much. He did like one other movie. But yeah. yeah. Well, if this wasn't like I don't think this was his passion. It was something he was. Excited to try and do and everything, and I don't think he had a fun time. Um, I honestly think he wasn't. Dr- <laughs> I, I don't know. Like I don't know much about it, like the behind the scenes of this, but it seemed like this movie was just yeah. This movie is so generic and so kind of boring that I feel like it's sort of uh, and not boring as in, like fall asleep. I'm gonna mm-hmm. you know be tired. Boring. It's just, it's just sort of like. Yeah. Bland. Um, yeah, I think uh, you hit on the nail on the head because a lot of people <laughs> think. <laughs> yeah, a lot of people think or they assume, oh, we're going to make a movie. This is going to be so much fun. No. I mean, parts of it can be, but it's a lot of work and there's a lot of shit. And especially when you're responsible for people and you're responsible for money and you're responsible for all this other stuff, you don't really have time to have a lot of fun with it. And if this isn't something you're passionate about, something like even your first movie can kill your I'm not, not going to lie, though. Uh, every single set that I've been on, like, recently, you know, with all the short films that we've been doing, I've been having a lot of fun. Now, there's issues that pop up every sure. day. But, like, you know, you just got to go with the flow. Remember, we shot a scene, and then all of a sudden there was a guy outside yeah, at night, yeah, like, yeah. doing fucking all the sanding, that's roof all. work. Right, but... We weren't doing a full length like this guy was, where he has a, and he has everything at a certain time and how much yeah. money. You know what I mean? It, when you have that and it's condensed and you just don't have the the luxury of being able to just wait another day, it becomes very. We didn't very have common. the luxury of waiting another day, so because I mean, yeah. well, everybody had to go home, you know, yeah. and everything. So. We've, all, we've also been doing this a bit longer too. Yeah. So I mean, I I think that it was good to see Joe go out and make this movie. Um, I wish it were better, but, uh, you know. It, I, so I more, wish it had been more of a learning experience. I wish he would have gone on and made three or four other movies, better movies, where he's 
it's more practice. From this. Yeah, it's yeah. More practice. So did he get discouraged from making this, or did he just not have the passion to begin? With? I, don't I don't know. Later, he did. It's not a problem either way. It's just, I mean, it's each his own. But it's like if if he did this and he got discouraged from it, then the passion probably was No, I mean, there. he ended up doing one other movie, and it was like the Texas Frightmare Massacre mm-hmm. movie that he shot at Texas Frightmare Weekend, you know, or whatever at the convention. It'd be interesting. And it was just, I, I'd love to see that. I. I think he was selling copies at one point. I did not. I don't know why I was a dumbass and didn't buy one or get one. Um, but I wish I did because I would have. I would love to own that as well. But uh, um, I. I don't even know if I'm actually in. No, I'm not in that because he did ask me to come down, then to that Texas Brightmare when he was shooting it, and I didn't make it. Then I made the next one. Um, but uh, that was my first convention, was that. Where I met up with James Fury. Well, you never know. Maybe he will, uh, you know, change his mind and do some other stuff later on, you know. But you, you like to think, especially with indie filmmakers, everybody's going to go through a process where you make crap. You just have to. That's Nobody starts off sta- as Stanley Kubrick. You have to make crap before you start making better things. And you need to, it's a necessary step. And it's it will it will allow you to hone your craft and allow you to learn things and you will get better. You really will. You just got to stick to it. Yeah. And I think that what you're saying there kind of sits over top of. I mean, yes, we are being very critical of this film, and, and yes, it was a first time novice experience and stuff like that. But to your point, this is the 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 next step, if you will, and it's just listening to what the passion that people do or don't have and. And, and take that at heart and move forward with it because yeah I mean I will be I will be honest I mean I know this is not the way everybody would think but this for me if I made a first time movie and I saw a lot of the blunders and things later on I would not have released it I just wouldn't have done it I, I just you know I it has to be a certain level for me to be comfortable if I'm going to put my name on it not everybody's like that, and I get oh, you, that. You could put uh, what's that? What's that fake name? Um, Alan oh, Smithy. Yeah, Alan yeah, Smithy. Alan, Alan Smithy. You could put Alan Smithy on it. Um, but you want to do something you're proud of, and and, and, and be exactly. out there. And it's it's not to go out there to pound your chest saying I did this great work and stuff like that. Because it, it's just putting it out there and just saying I've accomplished something that it's just it hits me right and stuff like that. You know. And, and, well, and, I mean, to each their own. I mean, Sometimes this might be the only movie one will watch with that person's name on it because they'll be like, "I hate, I, I hated survival. I don't want to see Texas Frightmare Weekend or Massacre or whatever because I don't want to, you know, right?" And that kind of, I mean, and I'm this sort of, is I'm first sort of, impressions are very important. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and, I, and I know I'm probably one of the exceptions to this, but I'm, I, I'd be more apt to want to see the second one. Just to see if, if, if somebody's learned learned from sure. it, yeah. like because yeah. obviously a passion in in, in chainsaw and in the different inspirations that, uh, that came to, to heart here, that that hits close to me. Sure, it seems like he's probably so, one of us. Yeah, so yeah. it's like movie so, fans. So that knows like it's fans. like hey, did he's he, a Kevin uh, Smith fan too? That's how we met. So well, and that's that's where I wish that um, was a Kevin from uh, the other one. Um, that and we, you know. The, the, uh, 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 um, the no the one we did earlier in the year, um, the Vincent film. Oh, a better place. Yeah, yeah. When we did that, I would like to see see him do more work. Oh yeah, uh, yeah. he's yeah. like that he's because because I know and, and I'm like I'm like oh that would be great. So right. it's like seeing this. It's like I would like to see if there. I mean, if if his passion's not there, then maybe not watch it or something like that because it's really not. But if 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 there if there if he really does want 
did, did it improve? Did, yeah. did different things get And just, just to put a further point on what we do here, we don't choose movies for the most part, to simply make fun of them and shit all over the people who made them. A lot of people think we do, though. I know, but no. We do it to introduce people to movies that they haven't seen. We may not necessarily like a particular film, but that's not going to... We're never going to say, don't go out and buy this film. We're telling you, In fact, this is a film you should check out and make up your own mind to on it. On our website, we give the... Uh, yes. We, give, we may talk... I mean, we may talk about how... We didn't like the movie on the website, but we'll also tell you, like, go ahead and make your own decision. And here's the place to get it, preferably from the artists themselves, so that you can buy it, you support indie film, and you can make your own judgment. You know, but these are our judgments, and that's that's what our show's about. And I, and if, I think if we didn't like the film or the filmmaker, this would not show up on the show uh, at that's all. That's not necessarily true. Uh, for me, it is. You know, there's some filmmakers I don't like them personally, and I'll still, I'll still show them, I'll still show off their films because they're terrible. You know, and 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 I won't, I won't, I don't make it personal when I do the show. This isn't a personal attack on any filmmaker ever. This is a personal attack on these are bad films, and we should be aware of that. You know, mm. to me, I think like I think that's the biggest problem is people think you know, oh, no. we can't we can't do that. We can't go around and and you know say that a film is bad or whatever sure when we can. don't like it. You know, you some know. some people like us enjoy bad films. All right. And, and as a filmmaker, the way I think you should be looking at this is as long as the pre- people are are entertained. That's the whole point. Is to be entertained. It may not necessarily be for the reasons that they originally made the movie. That's why folks like David the Rock Nelson and Charles Cullen and some of these other guys are okay with what you say because yeah. they understand that not everybody's going to be pleased and somebody was entertained and they still bought the movie. But you then know? there's uh, the, the guy like that did Troll 2. He literally thinks he made a great movie. Uh, yeah. You know, he literally thinks he made this amazing movie. But he's written fantastic, fun, goofy, terrible movies for uh, Bruno Mattei. Right. And, right. you know, and then, it, of course, he goes and makes this movie and, and people laughing at it and think it's terrible and everything. He doesn't understand. Sometimes you have to be a little bubble burster. Yeah. <laughs> it, it's almost like part of this discussion here kind of should be like put at the front of the, the review because I think that <laughs> because it, it's like I, I think that this is more about the the idea of indie, indie films and yeah, like that yeah. than, than, than it is about I survival. Mean, for the most part like most of the folks that we have dealt with have understood that. You get a couple that don't get yeah, it. And they don't. They're not happy. But we're not we're not here to bash. We're just no. here to let people know and be aware. Right. And sometimes we're we're here to be aware that these movies aren't good at all. Right. You know. But if you want to go see it, it's more your cup of tea. Mm-hmm. There are people who love torture porn movies. We don't love torture porn movies. Uh, there are people who love Texas Chainsaw Massacre movies, and they love all the all the like the the ripoffs. You know. So. They will, they would, this will be up their alley, and go watch it. We're not telling you not to watch it. We're just telling you you're not going to get anything you haven't seen in any other movie. And it certainly isn't anything know. that we haven't seen. Yeah. And, and, I, and, I, and I, one thing that I like coming on to the, these discussions is because we come from three different places. And, and I know that I come from a very distinctly separate place in the sense that I'm 
I have a very fond thing with the mainstream Hollywood films, and I know that you don't. Okay, <laughs> so here's I used to. <laughs> this, back when they were this good. This is how it is. This is how it is. Uh, Joe is Hollywood. I'm indie and Hollywood. Yeah. And uh, and here's uh, Paul. Yeah. Completely against Hollywood. Yeah, che- checked out of Hollywood. Uh, Hollywood a de- used to a be decade, good. A couple decades ago. Up until the yeah. '80s, and, and then and, once and, they hit the '90s, that was and it. And the reality is, a lot of the Hollywood. And I'd say, I, so I, you say, Goodfellas is a bad movie, then? No. That was 91. That's 30 years ago. That was 90. 30 years ago. Well, I'm saying in general, not yeah, every single yeah. one. <laughs> and, and to me, I, I, I gear more Hollywood films, but I do like indie films when there's a pass, the passion shown. And, and that's in, in a lot of indie films, there is that passion shown. Whether it's good or not, that can be judged. Mm-hmm. Um, but when there's, it's seeing the passion of an everyday person trying to do it. And that's where I really get into now the Hollywood films, I get into that, but I know that's more of a machine, if you will. There's a lot of creativity in that, but it's it's muted, but in a lot of ways as well. Well, right. the thing is, by the time you got into the '90s, Hollywood was not really taking any chances anymore because of the some of the other earlier studio failures that led to a lot of money. All the corporations started coming in, and it all became a bottom line yeah, business, yeah. and that was the biggest problem. Indies were the only places where they were taking chances on crazy, yeah. weird shit. Mm-hmm which is what yeah. I appreciate. Yeah. And that's the thing about this particular movie. It doesn't really take yeah, much a of a chance. I think if they anything. would have fleshed out, out the ending yeah. out a little bit more into the story, they could have, they could have been something. Maybe like, the second film does. I, I haven't seen it. Well, so. the second film has nothing to do with the first film. No, so. but maybe, I'm saying maybe he took more his, of a chance his, his yeah. about set, doing something I don't different. Think so. and the second movie was pretty much a like Friday the 13th type, uh, you know, yeah. Uh, slasher film, but set in uh, yeah. you know whatever yeah. you know well, kind of thing, and maybe not in th- uh, Friday Thirteenth, yeah. but it's it's pretty much a guy going crazy and yeah. killing people okay. and all. Well, and, uh, I, and I and I love horror films, horror films in general, and, and then the Hollywood stuff, and, and the I think I still go see all the Hollywood stuff now, most most of it, but it's like yeah, it's like twenty of the twenty three of the top twenty five films in the past year are all like retreads, repeats, remakes, sequels, or, or something like that. movies. Yeah, Marvel and, or DC or whatever. And I like that to a degree for what it is, but there's also overburn from it. And that's why I like to seek out at the theater all the smaller films that do hit. They might not be smaller in the sense of survival in these indie films, but there are smaller films that are getting released, and I do try to seek those out as well. And those are the ones I truly enjoy more. Sure. And Rubber. Rubber wasn't yeah. as the, the greatest film in the world, but man, did they take a chance, and I appreciated yeah. that, and I support that movie, yeah, even exactly. if it's not the greatest film. Mm-hmm. Hey, they did something completely different that Hollywood wouldn't have touched. And now for something completely different. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. I will just say we're gonna we gotta wrap up this, but uh, I I will say that like look I'm overall I I expected this even when I first watched it I was like oh I'm excited you know I was watching it with my friend we were we were both excited to watch a horror film I, I think he liked it a lot more than I did the friend that stole it. Yeah, well, he didn't steal it. <laughs> or somehow just misplaced it. it. Just misplaced it. Somehow, it was the same day that oh, I was supposed yeah. to take it back. Oh, yeah. That movie, it, it's, it's gone. That, that movie sucked. It's, <laughs> it ran away. It ran away. It got legs and ran away. <laughs> yep. Thanks. Yep. No, no nail in the foot for that That person. seems to be happening with you, Mr. Moody. I know. Thanks, Paul. Uh, they like, happen like, at your house. I don't know what happens. I don't know what happened. The gremlins, man. The, gremlins. the movie well, what's gremlins. What's on the cover of the box here? It says something about six college kids or something six like that. Six college kids, two psychotic siblings, siblings, zero chance of escape. Yeah. 
Well, there's not, it wasn't really two psychotic siblings. It was really one in the parents because the other girl really wasn't. She I mean, wasn't she psychotic. Been, guess, she was but, just. She but, was. But but it's kind was of a, creepy. Yeah. Kind of low level creepy. But, yeah. but but the last line is right. It says, "Was that zero chance of survival?" Yeah, it's a chance of escape. A zero chance of escape. Well, that answers the question that you that you asked at the beginning of, or he asked you, is like talking about survival. Do they? Yeah, Do and they? then Do and we? then I didn't <laughs> respond because I didn't want to, you know, because you could have you could have thought that that girl could have escaped yeah you know i mean even you were laughing at the fact that she went back to the house like why just go through the woods go back home and get in the you know even if you're not getting the car just keep running you know until you ran into somebody who wasn't that fucking family you right. know or whatever right. instead, so. instead we got a tack on at the end with them getting another one or well rufus one. goes to camp that was a joke oh no 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 rufus did get somebody else and it was shown sawing his head off oh uh, well yeah but yeah, like so, he was so so so, so the, yeah he was still no, doing it so was there, there, there was there was no resolution yeah, yeah i mean this. yeah it kind of ended with as paul said all the bad guys that we are all the good guys that we didn't care about died and all the bad guys we didn't care about lived you know or whatever like there was no it was, it was like i guess that's that's not conventional it's i mean so that, that is a little different than than norm but i mean it, yeah, it, yes it's, okay. it's still we've seen, still yeah, we've seen that you have to really times. care about the individuals and, it's sort of and, a bleak ending but we've seen that before. yeah i mean you really can't i uh, with the the stuff that they're doing the texas chainsaw stuff you can't do anything like 100% original on that. Mm-hmm. It's just, it's all going to, so just pick something else. Right. Do something do else. something different. Yeah. Something original. That's, that's what I was saying. Flush out that idea of the, I mean, I know that that could go into human centipede mode or whatever. But, <laughs> but I mean, they were talking about body doing something with choice cuts, whether it was to eat it, eat their bodies, or whether they were trying I to think monotonize and change. I think they were going to, yeah, going to create I mean, more like I know that's been done too, but they, they could have. Ran with that idea or something. I don't. Yeah, know. it would have been more fun if they yeah. like at the by the end of it, but, all of them were but, like this controlled people that could go out and kill. You know, yeah, but, like that would have been interesting. Yeah. If nobody died, but everybody, became, you know, but they all became like mindless robots. That would be an interesting like, ending. Like, like Foster but, Miss Plants, whatever the was that Motel Hell or whatever. Yeah, <laughs> stuff like all, that. Yeah, stuff like that. But anyway, uh, we're 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 about wrapped up. Uh, so we're gonna go into the stinkometer, which Paul is going to explain. So this is where we all score the films on a level of 1 to 10, by which the lower the number, the least amount of stink there is. So just think of, uh, you know, if somebody lets off a really bad fart, are you going to rate it 1 to 10? If it's kind of low, then maybe it wasn't so bad. If it was a really high number, boy, was that a stinker. Well, if somebody's going to fart in my presence, they're automatically getting a 5 for there that you go. <laughs> principle. Well, no, they're going to 10 in my opinion. And uh, the rudeness factor. We yeah. just take our, our scores and we add it up, and then we see uh, where on the ladder of stink the movie happens to go. And if it makes it to a 30, then you know it's up there in stinky heaven with a lot of other folks' uh, uh, movies that we've covered. So, so generally, we let the special guests go first. And one last thing I want to point out is that even though some movies are really, really bad and we give them high numbers, we still love them. It's just that usually the higher the number, the more problems with the movie there are. You, you mentioned the point five, so right? Uh, you can go. You could be subtle and give a half point no, score no, no, if you no, want. No, no star search. Two and a half, three, three and a half, four three and a half. And three and three quarters stars. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, no, that. no, that shit. No, no. That just starts getting <laughs> math. Starts getting math. You know, well, we don't want to throw off our scale. Yeah, yeah don't throw off the scale. All right. So All right. Uh, what, were, what do you I'm say? I'm first. Um, uh, 
since it's a, since it's a, a truly an indie film, they spent maybe a thousand, two thousand dollars on. I have to give that some credence, credit, into, yeah, credit into this calculation because I, I can't just now if somebody would have done this and has been their third, fourth, fifth film, it, I would have even judged it even harsher. Yeah, but, um, uh, I'm going to go with about let's say eight and a half. Eight and a half. Yeah, I, I can't. I I, I could put, be pushed up to a nine, but th- there's nothing that. You know how I am. It's like there's nothing offensive in the in the that they show. But yeah, there's you like this better than the janitor. It seems you know. Yeah, <laughs> yeah there's nothing offensive in that sense. There's some offensive. You offended Joe with that movie. There's know, there's some uh, there's some um, film watching. I don't say offensiveness, but there's some filmmaking flaws and some general stuff that wasn't that 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 could really be ridiculed. And I think we talked about it to a degree. So I, I I'd stick with an eight and a half. Okay. What about you, Paul? Um, yeah, uh, eight and a half sounds fair. Eight and a half? Yeah, eight and a half sounds fair. I was thinking about a nine, but um, again, first time filmmakers, you know, you, you got to give them a little more slack. So eight and a half sounds about good. I, I Like I said, I wish there had been more ambition. I wish there had been a desire to do something more or something different or something better rather than let's just mimic everything else that's already ever been done. You know, that's just, I don't know, why make the movie in that case? It's kind of um, funny, different right. different backgrounds for both of us, and we sort of came to the same Pretty much, yeah. I mean, yeah. Um, I'm going to give it a nine. Um, and my my take on that is that it it was sloppy. Uh, a lot of problems. Mm-hmm. Um, that's, that's probably the best word to say. It was sloppy. It was, uh, you know, people banging into trees, and then we hear it. Uh, people talking loud, and we can hear it, you know. Uh, <laughs> ridiculous scenes of, you know, people at a party that had nothing to do with anything, really, you know, except introducing two other characters who we were going to be introduced to them anyway, you know. It's, it's not... Nothing was, you know, like, all of it was sort of sloppy. And um, and, and so, at the end of the day, I'm, I, I would have given it 8.5, but I'm going to give it a 9 because I think... It could have been a lot better, mm. and then they chose not to go that route. Yeah, I and can see that because there are definitely some bits and pieces of the film that showed that there was definitely potential to do better things, and for whatever reason, it just wasn't followed. I, I, I think I think budget probably played a lot of that. Yeah, but, yeah. And, and but a lot of people have bad budget. Here's the thing, though, and we've always said it's free to write a good script. Yep. Yep. Yeah. So if you are doing, you know, well, except for it takes hard work, well, and, and talent, yeah. talent, yeah, yeah. And, and, talent. and drive and initiative yeah. and all yeah. that. The, yeah, I mean, the there's, there's a the lot that goes into a writing a good script. Yeah. I mean, anybody can write a script, and we just saw that, sure. you know, with this movie. Um, anybody can write a script. It's just, you know, what this feels like, honestly. If AI wrote a script, there that's it. That's it. They were the first AI people, you, you know, like this is this is the most generic kind of like what what's going to happen? How can we get this out of this stuff? This is, you know, I think, this I think f- they were focused on a couple of the big shots. And that's what they, that's what this whole idea was. Well, the, the special the effects, which I thought were OK, that, pretty that, good. That's, you know? that's what drove. They said they said there's going to be these three to five big shot sequences of the nail, a couple of the bludgeonings, whatever. And, and then everything else around it is what it is. Secondary. No. Yeah. So. But then there's also, I mean, to go back to sloppy, uh, there was a scene where the girl got her face cut off, and it you said it looked like a mask. 
you know. Well, you can plainly you can see, see it was like nice. yeah, you, you can, can see, see the edges. Maybe yeah. that's why it was dark when she was crawling. <laughs> yeah, they were trying to cover that up. But we yeah. all know folks that are in the biz, even Ricky is much better than that too. Good things. Ricky's done a lot of great stuff. Ricky Lee Leonard has done a lot of great stuff. It's just maybe he wasn't paid enough to like have the the, the stuff that he needs to for equipment, yeah, you know, and stuff. Know. I don't know. But I feel like it was, you know, it was... And what, what was this shot? Was a video, like, like, like digital video, maybe? Yeah, it was 2005-ish. It, it, it definitely had a shot on video camera kind of But it was of like, feel, I think it was mini-DV type yeah, thing. Yeah, that's what I was saying, the yeah. DV. Um, yeah. Or, like, or the closest to that, whatever. It was it was shot. It, I don't think this was like an HD shot no, movie. No, 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 no. Not at all. So, there you go, you guys. Uh, we reviewed Survival, which... If you've ever watched the movie and survived, please let us know. I feel like there should have been a shirt that says, I survived survival. You know, I would I would buy that. Yeah, um, no, they, they, I'd we, buy that for a dollar. At least, yeah. this, at least this wasn't like this horrible, boring mess that we just, you know, were moaning and groaning and trying like to get trying through. Like trying to like, Looking oh, at our watches. Killer and, biker oh chicks. Oh my God, how much time is left? Killer biker chicks yeah, was a good example no, of that, no. of like, a really boring Actium like, Maximus. You know, Actium Maximus where where we couldn't even talk forty five minutes right. about I mean, that movie. This, this was this not actually a 10. got an hour and fifteen minutes. This was not a ten. It's almost so. the, the runtime on it. Yeah. Almost the runtime of the movie. We could do a com- this is their commentary track. There you go. You know, or whatever. You can listen to us bitch and moan about, you know, problems that have. Bitch and moan. Um He's bitch, I moan. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just simply Joe. There you You're go. just simply Joe. All right. Well, thank you. Some just simply Joe. Um, so I guess we're just real quick right before we end this. We're just gonna let you guys know we got two more episodes. Both Paul picks. One is gonna be we're about to record in a little bit. The other one is gonna be poor just Jen's uh, final episode of the season. So um, yeah. So then and this is like July. Yeah. And then we have our wrap up. And then we have our wrap wrap up, up, and then we'll be back. No, we don't have the wrap up till December. So we'll we won't even. I've forgotten everything. (laughs) I know. Lord, uh, we you did sure that last you year. Wait till this December. Uh, that's when we do the presents. And we do all that stuff. We can still do a presents and stuff later in December. We well, just... it's funny because I I messaged Jen and I said, "Hey, um, we've got to you know we've got to do the uh, um, the last episode and the re- uh, the recap uh, next you know blah blah blah." And then I realized. She went on to the recap till December. Never mind. So maybe I, I should message her and go, well, let's just do the recap anyway. We'll talk to her. We'll yeah, we'll figure it out. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so. Uh, but anyway, I just want to say thank you, especially Joe, for putting up with this movie. As I told Joe, I'm pretty sure Paul's movie is going to be more fun. My oh, movie I don't know if it's necessarily going to be better, but it's going to be fun. Yeah, I, that's the thing. Um, yeah, this one, this one made me think of all, all the, the long for all the great horror films that I've seen. Yeah, you're now you're gonna want to go home and watch. Yeah, I wanna Texas. Put, I, want, I want to put Chainsaw. Ta- on Texas. Then, uh, yeah, that, the uh, fright, Chainsaw. That, yeah, and then yeah, maybe see the, see if see if the Sprightmare one's available if it's available on. Anything. I don't. I, I couldn't find it on like eBay or anything, so I don't know. Um, Joe, if you're out there, um, please let us know if there's a copy available. And don't Our, kill us for the review. Nah. <laughs> you know what? It is what it is. I, I think he knows probably. The thing about being a filmmaker generally mm-hmm. is you know the flaws that you have in your own movie. And you um, better grow a thick skin because... If, uh, you know, if... Um, 
Uh, people make fun of my movie Scary Story Slumber Party all the time, say certain things. They're not saying anything I don't know. If they're saying the sound was terrible, I'm like, yeah, it's because I didn't have a sound, a good sound guy at the time. Stuff like that. I don't, you know, I, I did my best. I put it out. It's available. That's what they did. They did, I'm guessing they did their best, you know, to bringing something that they wanted and they to bring made to a life. movie. And they made a movie? It's they, made, out? they made a full-length feature for less than a couple thousand dollars. That's uh, there is We're assuming. It was out by... I, it, it couldn't have been more than a thousand, two thousand. It was out by a, a, like a major dis, uh, indie distributor. So, like, good for them. Like, got it out there. I think York Entertainment had a deal with Kevin Woods because they also did Ankle Biters, and I believe Kevin might have produced that one or at least knew, you know, like there was some kind of thing with that. But, you know, good for them, man. Yeah. Go out and make movies. Do whatever you want to do. I, I applaud it. I'm happy my name is a character inside the movie. Um, we should have stayed at the party. I'm, I'm, then, I'm, then, no. Then you could have no. survived. Then they could have survived. If John just, Moody did survive. So John Moody did survive. He's back for part two. I'll be there for Moody's Rufus revenge. Ghosting, goes yeah, to you, camp. You'll be a Moody's revenge. You'll be, you'll be a counselor. I'm going to be a ca- camp. camp counselor. Let's there Rufus die. <laughs> Well, or or get killed by Rufus. Uh, then he Alrighty. comes back and kills me. All right. Thanks very much. Thank everyone. you guys for checking this out. Join us next week for a brand new episode. Until then, everybody. Bye. Bye. Test, 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 test. Test, 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 test. Louder. Closer. Yeah, you got to be louder. I'm not a loud person. I can be if you need me to be. Yeah, we, we need, need, you, need to you to be. <laughs> All right. Well, let's see. Is that better? Hello? Hello? Is that better? Clear? Let's find out. Oh, you talk, Paul. What exactly is smegma? I don't know. I've never. Smut and something else?